teacher friend. Welcome to another episode of Simply Teach, a podcast for teachers and by teachers. I'm your host, Kelly Jackson. I'm a former teacher turned classroom organization and management coach. My passion is to help teachers just like you organize, manage, just love their classrooms. Each episode is full of simple ways to engage your students, stay motivated, and keep up with best practices. Because y'all, I know teaching is hard, but I am so glad that you're here. teacher friend, you are listening to episode number 32. And today I want to talk about self-care. I know that I've talked about it before and I've done a couple podcast episodes talking about the importance of self-care and creating routines to manage your time better. You can listen to episode number 18 with Sarah Forrest and 22 with Ashley O'Gal. We for sure talk about it there. And on episode 21, I talk about routines to manage your time better because if we're implementing time management routines into our daily habits, then we can open up more time for self-care, which naturally is a win-win. So today I'm going to be sharing an email that I wrote to my email subscribers last spring, but to give you a little bit of background information, I'll tell you kind of where this email came from. So when I wrote the email, I think it was probably back in April, maybe beginning of May. Anyways, when I wrote the email, I knew that I was going to be stepping out of the classroom at the end of 2017-18 school year for the foreseeable future. My readers did not know that I was leaving the classroom or moving to Germany. My school for sure didn't know. Heck, I don't even think our parents knew that if it was for sure happening or not. In fact, so this email that I wrote was about, um, like in reference to my recent trip to Cabo that my husband and I took. And I think like the week we left or the weekend before we left, I can't really remember the details, but like right before we went on that trip is when Cody got the verbal offer that he was being offered a delegation at the plant here in Germany. But anyways, I wrote this email on the topic of using our vacation days that we hoard up and it's going to kind of all tie back around to why I think it's so important that we take the time that we have to practice self-care and how I quickly learned that maybe the hoarding of days wasn't the best of plans. So here's a little bit of that email uh, that I wrote. By nature, we're givers. That's why we became teachers. We want to give, and sometimes we give too much of ourselves and it results in burnout. Hello, that's me. I read an article a while back about how the education system can tend to take advantage of teachers being predominantly women. I won't go into all the details here because to be quite honest, it makes me really angry because I agree with a lot of what the former teacher is saying. As women, we give, 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 and we keep saying yes because as nurturers and caretakers, we feel it's our responsibility. I'll link to the article in the show notes um, so you can go actually read the post, Uh, but for now, let's keep moving along. Anyways, I don't think there's anything wrong with giving of yourself as a teacher. The danger lies in the inability to know when to take a break, to not draw those boundary lines. But what I'm offering today is a shift in mindset. I want to share with you an email that I sent my subscribers back in April, and I hope that it will challenge you to think differently about your self-care. Last week, I did something I've never done before. I took a whole three days off in the middle of the week to go on vacation with my husband. I'm a hoarder of our money and of my days to take off. So when we booked this trip like five weeks prior, I kind of started hyperventilating. But this was our we're debt-free celebration trip, and I have lots of days to burn, so it worked out. We had such a relaxing time. We went to this tiny little all-inclusive in Cabo. Email me back if you want the name. I'll send it to you. And we pretty much spent all of our time laying out on the beach, sipping coffee, 
in the morning, but cocktails in the afternoon, of course, more by like, I don't know, 10 or 11 a.m. Anyways, if we were reading, chatting with each other, I finished two and a half books in like four days. What? Most of my days looked like this. And then one night we thought it'd be fun to get dressed up for dinner. It was really just a great relaxing time for us to spend time together and just get away from the busyness of work and school and dream about our future in Germany. All through my early years in teaching, I was told, or maybe I was just telling myself, I'm not really sure, but that I needed to save my days just in case, in case I had a major accident, in case I got really sick, in case I had a baby, in case I needed them. Fortunately for me, those things never came and a baby hasn't been on our radar quite yet, but I took three days off last week. And guess what? I still have over 25 days. So here's what I wish I would have known my first year of teaching. It's okay. It's okay to take a mental health day and not feel guilty about it. It's okay to go on vacation and relax. It's okay to take the day off just for the heck of it. I'm not encouraging that as teachers, we just take off whenever we want all the time. Not at all. We've got to be there for our kids. Consistency is important. We want our kids to show up every day. We need to show up every day. But I am a firm believer that in order to take care of those around us, we have to take care of ourselves first. And if taking care of ourselves looks like a Friday off for a three-day weekend every once in a while, go for it. Or perhaps it looks a little bit more like watching the waves crash under the beach for a few days. Go for it. All right, it's me here in the middle of the show to tell you about the U-Table organization resource that I've created. How many of you have a U-Table in your classroom? If you teach elementary, probably every single one of you. But even if you teach secondary, this resource is still great for you. The Organize Your Table resource is a PDF product that I've created to help teachers work through cleaning out, organizing, and creating routines to organize their U-Table or their teacher desk. When we have an organized teacher space, we can find things easily and we have much more opportunity for impromptu student meetings or small group lessons. In this resource, I give you action steps, pictures, and tips to help you along the way. This is something that can be done in as little as an hour or take you up to a few days, depending on how quickly you wanna work through it and how organized your space already is. The product launches February 7th, 2019 for $4. Really, $4 to help you organize and create routines for one of the most used areas in your classroom. It's a great deal, so be sure to get your copy as soon as it launches because the price will be going up in March. If you are on my email list, you'll be the first to know when it's live. And hey, I may even throw in a coupon code for you. You can join by going to bit.ly slash TSOT email. Or if you are ready to get your copy, head to the simplyorganizedteacher.com slash LP dash table dash resource. As teachers, we face so many challenges, and if we're not careful, we'll find ourselves drowning in all the stress and frustration that can come from it. But despite the discouragement and the weariness that seem to plague us at this time of the year, we must realize that God never intended us to be crushed underneath the pressure or run dry because we poured everything out and have nothing left to give of ourselves. God wants us to teach with joy, with peace, and even rest, even when things aren't going the way that we hoped. And that's why we're partnering with Teach for the Heart to bring you Teach Uplifted, a six-week program to refresh your spirit and renew your passion for teaching by finding joy and peace in Christ. In Teach Uplifted, you'll discover how to guard your energy, face challenges without fear, stay positive in the mid-year doldrums, and most importantly, to trust God through it all. The program starts February 10th, 2019, but here's what you need to know. The price to join the program is normally $49, but until February 7th, the price is just $29. 
Then on February 10th, the program is going to start. If you want to learn more or sign up for the program, I'll link to it in the show notes, or you can go to bit.ly forward slash TSOT uplift, and that'll give you all the information you need. I'm partnering with Teach for the Heart to spread the word about Teach Uplifted because we know this program will be a huge help to you. I've been following Linda for a while, and I truly believe in what she's putting out there for the teaching community. If you join her after clicking through on my website, I will receive a small commission at no extra cost to you, of course, but I will appreciate you forever for helping support the Simply Organized Teacher. Okay, so that was my email that I sent to my email subscribers. And I realized that a lot of teachers have kids or babies on the way, and those days are precious to hold on to. I get it. That's a whole nother issue that I've always had an issue with and really can't even talk about because it makes me so angry, especially after living in Germany, if even only for a few months and seeing how well the culture ensures the protection of self-care and of women. Y'all women have job security and can leave their jobs for up to three years postpartum. They get like at least a year of maternity leave. Anyways, I realize that the need to save the days is real, but what I am encouraging is to take a day for yourself every now and then. I have a friend and I won't say her name so she doesn't get in trouble if someone at her school happens to listen, but every couple weeks, not weeks, every couple months, she takes the day off and goes shopping or stays at home to do things around the house. I don't know why anyone would get in trouble for using their days, but schools can be finicky. I worked for principals before that would refuse to approve days off and Quite honestly, that's absurd to me, unless of course the teacher's taking advantage of it, but still those are our days and we should be able to use them. And I'm sad to say that I left teaching with almost 20 unused days. And because they were state days, not district days, I couldn't be paid out for them, which means that I left teaching with 20 days that I could have taken off, but I chose not to. That trip to Cabo serves as a highlight from 2018. In fact, Cody and I were just reflecting on it the other day and talking about how much fun it was. But those 20 days that I spent at school instead of taking care of myself, I don't remember them. And what a shame that is. So here's my encouragement to you. Find a time in the next two months where you can take a day off. Be thoughtful about it. Don't just take a day off last minute. Of course, sometimes that's needed and that's okay. But you know, don't take off when you know a test is being given or a day when a lot of the school staff is off campus for a district PD. Be sure that you plan far enough in advance so you can secure a good substitute. But then y'all plan it, request off, take the day off. Do not bring work home because guess what? It'll still be there when you come back. In fact, this is something I'm doing. I think uh, a couple episodes ago, I talked about giving myself me days, days to do things that bring me joy. And I made a list of things that I enjoy doing for relaxation and rejuvenation. So that way, when I do have those days, I'm not like, oh, what am I going to do today? I can go look at my list. Oh, nap. Okay, I can do that. Oh, watch TV. I can do that. Whatever. Anyways, create a to-do list of fun things that you could do on that day to keep yourself busy from thinking about school. Come find me on Instagram and let me know what you decide to do on your self-care day off. Hey there. Thank you so much for being a supporter by listening to the podcast each and every week. I have a favor to ask you. My goal in 2019 is to reach 50,000 downloads. Every other week, I have on some pretty awesome teachers doing some great things in the education field, and I want as many teachers to hear about it as possible. I also share lots of strategies to improve on time management and classroom organization. Again, all things that I want teachers to hear and learn from. The best way to do that is by sharing the podcast. You can do that in a plethora of ways. 
If you're enjoying the podcast that you're listening to right now, or if there's a show in your mind that sticks out as a really helpful episode, then you can share that podcast directly from the podcast app. You can also snap a screenshot of the show that you're listening to and post it on social media. There's so many different ways that you can tell others about the Simply Teach podcast. Another way you can help me spread the word about the show is by leaving a rating and or a review. I'm sure you've heard this a million other times on other podcasts, so I'm sorry to bore you with it. But when a teacher goes searching for an education podcast, the ones that show up on the top of the list as recommended are the ones with the most downloads, the highest ratings, and the highest reviews. Those three things tell iTunes that the podcast is worth listening to, thus they reward the podcast by bumping it higher in the rankings. I have a tutorial saved in my Instagram stories with a visual. I just literally go through iTunes and show you exactly how to do it step-by-step, but it's really easy to leave a review. Just search for Simply Teach or You don't even have to do it for Simply Teach, any podcast that you love and want to review. Search for it on the iTunes app, and then you'll scroll down uh, to the bot. Like once you find the app that you want to rate and review, click on it, and then you'll scroll down to the bottom and you will see five empty stars. I would love it if you would click all five stars and give Simply Teach a five-star rating. And then right below that will be a space to write a review. It's simple. So to recap, share the podcast straight from the app on social media, or simply just tell a friend about it. Then head over to iTunes to rate and review the podcast. You can head to my Insta stories highlight under podcast and the rating review tutorial will be there. Friends, thank you so much for listening to this episode of simply teach. Don't forget to head over to the simply for all the show notes, links to things we talked about, and you can sign up for my email list there. Also, be sure to find the Facebook group because I want to be your social media friend. The fun music you're listening to, that's provided by hooksounds.com. 